This is a presentation of DSP Media. Welcome into another edition of From the Rough, the most famous and most accurate golf podcast in the history of golf podcasts mm. that are broadcast by us. A lot of pressure. Uh, we, we welcome you into the show. Uh, we are live for the first time on video. Yeah. As, as we have been told about our beautiful faces too many times to not be on video tonight, as we're live from Barrel and Bones in the Colony, 2801 West Plano Parkway, uh, the corner of Windhaven and Plano Parkway. Um, in top of this beautiful strip center. Weather is great outside. The drinks are flowing here. Make sure you come by and say hello. Then we have the big drunk sports podcast after this show that we would like to have you present for as well. I, as always, am IndyCar Tim, and I am joined by my two favorite golf pros, two guys that have never missed a green in regulation. I speak, of course, of the great John Gerber at my side. Hello, mm-hmm. Johnny. What's going on, buddy? And on screen and with us virtually from the Highlands Performance Golf Center in Carrollton, Texas, Mr. Chris the Busman Bustle. Boy, Hello, look, Chris. Boy, look at his office there. He's got it all tilted out. He's got his staff bag back there. Boy, I tell you what, that just looks that looks fantastic. And it looks like wow. he's doing work on his computer yeah, over well, there. It look, looks like he's working, right? That's what he always does. Looks like Space Invaders or whatever's on the computer oh, behind that's him. that's great. What's up, Buzz? That's the background of my Gmail. <laughs> it's, supposed to, it's supposed to calm me down. Yeah, yeah. They, people don't realize he, he his office is – Buzz goes a million miles an hour, but his office is meticulous. Like, he's got his specific spaces where he's – got his bubble gum and he's got his golf tees and he's got his plaques and it's just it is great and you know the first thing is he's got his golf clubs and it's just no one has no one can touch his stuff just kid don't touch it don't mess his shit up uh and it's just it's just it's so funny he cracks me up i noticed tim when he was doing our intros he mentioned how we don't miss screens and regulation yeah i miss i missed a lot of them on Monday. Well, you're not supposed to is, tell people. Is that. a lot 18? Well, is that mind. a lot? Is that a lot? <laughs> oh my gosh! A lot. Did you miss all the greens in regulation? No, no. Okay. That, but I mean, we, we did not have a very enjoyable day. Uh oh. We, we didn't. Talk, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. We I didn't put it on the run sheet tonight, boss. I, I didn't. I, okay, I, I figured you did. I I wasn't gonna bring it up unless you just wanted to throw some some stuff in there. But that'd be that'd be a great. You know, starting to our you know North Texas PGA season um, local golf pro tournaments, those are great. You know, it'd be great if we kind of put that in the uh, put that in the mix for Wednesday's bus and talk about some of the tournament results, some of the guys here, some of the golf courses you play. That'd be a fun little segment. That'd be fun. Yeah, we can make like fun. It. We can make fun of bus. Well, most of the time you'll make fun of me. I promise. Oh. I promise. It's just, just right. as you know. I, I mean, I'm game for any of it. This is probably the only time all year we're going to be able to throw jabs at him. Uh oh. He did shoot 77, and that's like shooting. Jeez. That's like shooting a hundred. That's like shooting a hundred for him. So this might How be the only time I might be able to jab at him a little bit this year. Do you have year. any chip ins? I, I, I mean, I hit two houses, and I had to hit a shot left-handed off of a fence. Yeah. So. 
Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, you don't get to move it like you do on the putt-putt course? You can't move it away from the wall? You know, that sounds no, like... No, <laughs> not a foot wedge, not a way. That sounds like Mills. That's that's like Mills-esque. It does golf. sound like Mills. <laughs> Speaking of Mills. Where's Mills? <laughs> Got to get our where's Mills in there. So, boys, as always, this episode of the uh, From the Rough is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center in Carrollton, Texas, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility. With over 65 grass tees, two practice putting services, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course, by the way, that I mastered while I was there last week. We'll get into that here pretty soon. Uh, Covered in heated tees, it's the best place to practice your golf game year-round. And, boys, if you need to practice your putting year-round, whether it's cold, rainy, snowy, whatever, the Highlands Performance Golf Center has an absolutely awesome and amazing brand-new indoor putting studio. And, yes, I said studio because it is not simply an indoor putting green. It is an actual studio with cameras set up. It's got actual breaks on the putting surface, and they will analyze your putting and help you out. Yeah, it's pretty special, guys. Get you going, dude. It is technology, and I tweeted when I saw this. I tweeted out about it, and I was like, this Technology never ceases to amaze me, man. It's just amazing that well, there you can was have a, that. Well, there was a Tim sighting last week at Highlands Performance Golf Center. And, it, you know, uh, he just walked through. You just kind of valiganted through the golf center. You didn't want anybody to see you or you were I just – I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. I was pretty shocked that you were actually there. So I told you I was coming. Well, you, well, you tell me a few things, and you just kind of, I kind of got to hold my breath a little bit, right? So, no, it was, it was good to see you. I mean, glad you didn't bring those – 30-year-old Cobras out, and I got you I a, little, a little bit of technology. Got me a couple of demos. Yeah. So so yeah. I, I, I got a driver from you, which was it looked like it was a Callaway driver, and it looked like it had been worn pretty well. It was a Cobra. There were no Callaway, grooves. Cobra, C. There were no grooves left on the face <laughs> of that, that Cobra um, that was been used that much. And then I got a 7-iron from you. I don't know what the 7-iron well, was. Well, first off, let's get this clear. There's no grooves on a driver. So let's let, – well, What do you call them? That's just technologies way surpassed you in 30 years okay well it had grooves on the face and then a big bare spot in the middle well that's not grooves well, what are they well you're supposed to hit it in the middle okay it's just a flat piece oh. of steel well it needs to be grooves for me right, well do i need to invent a grooved driver bus is there a market for that i don't think so oh maybe i could hit it like bryson if i had one oh, or yeah. you could hit it like you could hit it like jesus <laughs> or i could hit it like jesus um so I did. Yeah, so I did kind of hit it like Jesus on on Monday, bus. Did you? I know? Yeah. We'll talk about that. I get that later on. Yeah, yeah. That's that that that's your segment, but you I know, can hit putting, it like Jesus. We're, we're uh, extremely excited about the putting studio. It gives us an opportunity to do fittings and lessons, and then uh, we, people can run it to practice also. So it's nice to have your own private area where you can practice. You know, half hour, hour, and we we provide drills and training aids too with the studio. So I do have a complaint, oh. though, about your putting studio. All right, I'm ready. It was closed when I showed up both times. Well, it's closed. It's no, set no, no, for no. instruction only. Yeah, well, what, you, you, huh? you VIP or? Yeah. Oh, well, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so and, you can't actually you know, just walk walk yeah. off the street and go use it, right? No, you, you have, have to pay for it. Well, you have to pay for it. And you you, can, yeah, you yeah, rent the room. With an appointment. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, we just we just unleashed it. I mean, we just opened it. We just we just put the new programming in place. I mean, if you do everything for free there, you just walk in and balls are free and everything's free there. There wouldn't be a driving around. Where's Mills? Let's change the subject then. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting lambasted here. <laughs> um, so yeah, we what's, had the. What's on our docket for today's? Oh, don't say docket. That remind, reminds oh. me of prison. Schedule. Uh, run sheet. 
what are we going to tell them? How are we going to tell them? And then we're going to tell them. <laughs> so we've got some Arnold Palmer invitational news and some uh, a little recap here for everybody. Uh, we're going to get into the Players' Championship preview and Johnny's picks. But before we get started in all of that, boys, I had a couple of funny things by way of real audio that I wanted to play for y'all because uh, I've actually started preparing for these golf shows, Bus. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. That's something new. I thought you did that on a regular basis. I meant, I meant actually prepare. Oh, so that that's new. I mean, I mean with audio and stuff. I'm preparing with audio. Oh. Um, so we had a funny thing happen. I don't remember what day it was that this happened to Ricky Fowler. Was it Saturday? Uh, did he make the cut? So it, pro- it was probably Friday. Uh, did he make the cut last week? Yeah, I thought he did. Okay, so it was Saturday. So I'm pretty sure this was Saturday, uh, but. He was teeing off on the number one tee, and this is amazing to me that this can happen in a, in, a, in a PGA Tour event. And it's not like Ricky Fowler's an unknown, or it's his first tournament, that somebody didn't know, namely the tee announcer, did not know who he was or where he was from, and it sounded something like this. From Merida, California, welcome Ricky Flower. Just There's two things wrong with that. Just, uh, just, wow. He's not from wow. Merida, California. He's from Murrieta, California. And his name is not Ricky Flower. It is, of course, Ricky Fowler. Yeah. So is this a wow. common occurrence on the tour where pros get their names mispronounced <laughs> on the D-Box? Only if it's a difficult one, right? It's like, How you know, difficult is Fowler? Not. Not, a, <laughs> not at all. Not. I think the guy maybe lost a bet on him or something. Or, God. <laughs> or the, the, the T-announcer just lost a bet on him back in the past. He had some vengeance against him but no that's that's a mistake as a as a uh as a as a starter in a tour event you definitely cannot make dude that was funny and then we also had uh one of my new favorite golfers uh billy horsell that you told me shouldn't be one of my favorite yeah golfers. He, we got that it's it no it's no good, no good. so well, uh well it's not like he's a new name no no not at all but he'll never replace max homa is my and, and john daly is my two favorite golfers uh, that's Billy Horschel calling me right now, wondering <laughs> if I'm going to play his, his audio here. It might be. you got so many connections. So, Billy Horschel was, was putting, um, and he sunk a long putt. It, it's, and I, I don't have what hole because I can't see because I don't have my readers. Uh, and I think this also was Saturday. So, he made a long putt. Um, he gets heckled as he's on his way to pick up the ball out of the cup. And I can't really make out what the heckler says, but Billy Horschel on the green as he's walking to pick up the ball, turns around and looks at him, kind of stares the guy down, walks up, picks up the ball, and then he goes, something. well, this is the whole sequence here. As he puts the ball. And he missed. Oh, that's what it was. He missed. Bad read, Billy. I guess you say there was a song by Steely Dan years ago. Ricky, don't lose that number. (laughs) Keep Butch's close. Yeah. Horschel makes par at the ninth. The reason why I'm on that side of the ropes and you're on that side. Like, <laughs> that is just. <laughs> so the guy yells, bad read, Billy. And it was. I mean, we're not that is that. just. That, he missed that a good foot to the right. That's 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 Christmas right there. And then So, so he picks up, the, makes the putt, picks up the ball and yells. If you couldn't hear it, there's a reason why I'm on this. I'm on this side of the rope and you're on that side of the rope. I have a feeling I'm just a touch better. Oh, <laughs> well, good for him. Yeah. I mean. Dude. I saw that, and I cracked up. As a matter of fact, I saw it live, 
And then I had I was all over Twitter and Facebook trying to find the audio. Yeah, for maybe it. maybe that's why Billy Osher doesn't win the big tournaments because he's soft that way and he's getting people letting people like that get in his head. I mean, most people would just let that go and you know it's no big deal. But that's just my opinion. But well, you would know more than we do. Yeah, well, my my big deal was I got more issues with this Bryson DeChambeau show oh. at API than you know the Incredible Hulk. I have a question about that about what you're about to get into that you both can answer because y'all have more experience on the tour. Was that a show-off dick thing to do? Not not to do the drive. I'm like, I get that. But as soon as he hits the ball to raise his hands up in the air like he just won a car or something? Maybe a little. Like, maybe, to me, that's the issue I have. Maybe a little. And, and I, didn't, I didn't really – listen, I, I don't really have that big of a problem with Bryson. I mean, he's he, in terms of when it comes to that, I think it's entertaining, right? He's doing half this shit for entertainment value, bringing – you know, bringing attention to the long drive, the tour, things like that. I have no issues with that. He did that. But the funny part going backwards is that, you know, some of these other guys that take a line that's – that sixth hole is crazy. I mean, by, at the crow fry, uh, when the crow flies to straight to the green, it's only like 480, but, the, but it's a par five, and you go around the corner, it's 560. But when guys are just, like, hitting it straight, like, a hundred yards shorter than him, they were kind of mocking him a little bit, and they, they they would raise their arms up too. So that was the cool, that was kind of funny part of, about that. But hey, man, listen, that's what he's. This is what he's training for. He's right. he he's he is he is committed to dominating, changing golf, um, that way in terms of speed, in terms of power, um, and I I have no problem with that. I just, you know, man, you know me, man. It just. I like the traditions of the game a little yeah. bit more than most, and that's just a little bit off. Is it going to be a sustainable scenario for him? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But here's where I'll tell you. It's going to make people work harder, get stronger, um, you know, and, and change change their mindset a little bit about what's going on. I really I really firmly believe that. I'm not sure everybody's going to go and do do what he does. I think he's he's a different animal. His mind works a little bit different than most. But he's making people think. Right, and and that's a good thing. Right, and that's a good thing. He's a little bit different. He's a different type of person than I am, and I'm cool with that. Um, but you know, my biggest issue is I picked him the week before, and then he wins the week after. So I, you know, right. hey, 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 you know, that that's my deal. What do you think, boss? Well, you know, he wears that Ben Hogan hat, and that makes him a little bit traditional, at least. Is that traditional anymore? Well, I don't know that can be considered new. traditional anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not Payne Stewart. If he's going to be traditional, he needs to wear the knickers and the high yeah. socks. Well, I mean, he's the only person that wears the hat. Is he? Yeah. He needs to wear it yeah. backwards then. Yeah. He he grew on me a little bit over the weekend because I heard his interview after one. He basically cried, which was I mean, something. I mean, not not like public cried at the Masters. Like, it was like talking about Mr. Palmer, always referencing Mr. Palmer. Like, it meaning so much to him as a – kid and being involved and having Tiger text him back and forth, you know, right. before the last round. I mean, he, he wrote me a little bit. I, I don't know why I did, disliked him. I don't know. I may, maybe I thought he was not humble. Yeah. I mean, but you know, just because he's, you know, he's big and he laughs at it and he hits it forever and he, he's analytical and he's, you know, they see those Bridgestone commercials with him, how he talks and they almost yeah. make fun of him in the commercial. I mean, he makes fun of himself. But he's also he's out he's also had some incidents where he's been an asshole. He's been just very, 
you know, going through whatever he's going through, not shaking hands when he's leaving the European tour events and just not being gracious yeah. and things like that. So he's had a little bit of a track record not to like yeah. him, yeah. right? So yeah, he's a guy that calls the rules. You know, he checks the rule book regularly. Yeah. Right? He's always maybe looking for that, like, advantage. Like, you know, with, a, with he had some incidents with, you know, animal damage and, you know, the, or the, there's an ant there, you know, do I get relief? He's not quite Patrick but, Reed, but he pushes the envelope in terms of, hey, yeah. listen, l- let me – you know, let, let me try to, t- to 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 massage the rules a little bit. So, you know, that, that's a little bit. He just, I don't know. I mean, I think he's, I think he is, I think he's warming up on people. I think he's he's creating a value for the tour that the long drive shit could p- potentially work. But, you know, like I said, my only rub with him is I'm just a week off of, of making some candy from him. To be honest with you. That's right. Well, you want to you want to get into that now? How your how your picks did? Yeah, last from the week. API? Yeah, API was a little bit rough. I mean, um, I thought I had a pretty good pulse. I have a pretty good pulse on the, on the golf course itself. I played there a, a lot just going to college in Florida. Um, you know, last week, my number one pick, I thought Patrick Reed would play a, a lot better than he did. He missed a cut. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think, you know, it just, it really just surprised me. Um, and I think a little bit, if you, in terms of the, the, teaching part of it he has changed his ball trajectory ball flight a lot and he's in more he's in a straighter ball right he's ne- he's played okay there but he's not shaping it the way he used to shape it like he's hitting more flatter just working with lead better so he was a 22 to 1 pick he was my kind of favorite last week and he missed a cut so um that kind of hurt Sung jm i had you know going into saturday i had three of the top 10 so that's kind of been my M.O. with my picks this year is I can get to if, – if it was a 36-year-old golf tournament, I'd, shit, I'd, have, I'd have won a lot of candy this year, <laughs> a lot of candy this year with some picks. But, you know, I don't know what's going on with the weekend from these guys. I mean, uh, Sung J.M. at 25-1, to finished T21. Uh, Fitzpatrick was playing great. He was a 25-1 to pick from last week. He finished T10. Uh, Sam Burns, um, it's not even a conversation, no check for him. Nope. And uh, Lanto Griffin, we were talking about he was, like, in third place going into Saturday. And me Lanto and Bu- Calrissian. Yeah, me and Bus were like, oh, let's get some candy. Could be a good casino yeah. weekend and stuff like that. And then he finishes uh, T21. So, listen, I thought I was a little bit closer uh, last week, but, you know, things happen. I've changed my betting strategy um, for the viewers and for the guys who follow me in terms of betting. I've, I've played some – some uh, winners, and then I played some uh, top 20 picks, and we'll get that t- back to that in a bit. Um, but, listen, it's just another week of, um, you know, I haven't won this year, which is really rare. And that's, and, a, that's a long dry spell for you. You're, yeah. not, you're not used to these yeah, at all. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, I'm, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I've at least had at least one or two wins already this year that kind of set me up for the gambling rest of the year to, right. to, to really push the envelope and take some long shots. But, hey, listen, I'm going to get there. Uh, everyone that's been following me and, and playing my plays, uh, don't stop. I'm getting close. And when I go on a run, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen, I promise. Very good, very good. And, uh, you know, we, we've got a big one this weekend. Um, are you all ready to get into the players? Yeah. A big one this weekend. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Um, and I, I'd love to hear – uh, Chris and John, y'all's thoughts on the way the course is set up. So I saw some uh, video on social media about them getting the rough ready. You know, if y'all saw these or not either or two, but um, so they, there was video, uh, and apparently they don't do, or at least they didn't this week in preparation for the tournament. They don't do the big tractors mowing the grass. 
out there. They actually had 27 dudes with 27 20-inch push mowers. It's an overseat, so you got to realize it's a different. I don't know much. Bus, you won't you talk a little bit about the overseeding process when it's when it when it comes to Florida and and what they're doing out there for the course. Well, they heavily overseed it in the uh, winter time because it uh, will go dormant. So dormant's not dead; it just goes brown. So people, some places you play, you'll have fairways and boxes that are brown, but they, they you know the greens will be green because they've put some dye on it and paint. And then and then if you overseed the fairways and tees, then they will continue to grow rye grass, which will be green in the wintertime. When everything else around it will be brown. So, I mean, they heavily, heavily overseeded. I mean, that picture, when I saw that video, Tim, that you're referencing, that, that looked like they were mowing, like, Kentucky bluegrass. Yeah. In, like, yeah, like yeah, Midwest. I mean, it was so lush and so thick. Um, I mean, that place is the fifth major. Yep. And so, yeah. they're, they every year. You know what's so funny about that place is that I've had – I haven't played it, but my cousins played it. And I've had friends who've played it. And when they played it, it wasn't that good. I mean, so it's just kind of, you know, it's a public golf course. Um, and I think that they they just, you know, they step it up for the tournament. But it plays a lot differently than it does when you're just regularly playing it. So yep. it's not in that condition at all, in, you know, for you know, nine or ten months of the year. Right. Just a couple months. So for most people that don't know, that, that area of Florida is, is it's kind of like here in Dallas. It's a Bermuda-based, right? So in the wintertime, the Bermuda dies off. So what they do is to get the golf courses ready. What they do here in Dallas is they overseed it with a ryegrass, mm-hmm. and the ryegrass is a cold-weather grass. So it sprouts green. So that's why you see the green. Here in Dallas, very few places will do that just because it's super – it's, it's it, very expensive to do. So most places will just do, like, tee boxes and greens. Um, to have a green in the fairways will be a dormant Bermuda. But, you know, with all the with all the money that they have there at TPC, I, I don't know about you, Bus, but I'm – um, I love that they moved it to back to March. I think it just plays well in the Florida swing, and I think I think it just plays. I think it plays a lot harder in the, in March than it did when it was in May for a lot of reasons. It could be chilly weather. You get you get that Florida wind, and it doesn't play as firm and, as firm and fast. So you know the score. I don't think the scores is going to be. I think this is what the second or third year they moved it back to March bus. It's great. I know. I like it. It's a preview to the Masters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A preview yeah. to the golf season. And then you got, you know, like you, and then you, like you got, you know, next week you got uh, the Honda down in Fort, or Fort Lauderdale, and then you get into the uh, the World Match Play Championship. So, yeah, it just complimented the Florida swing. You got three or three or four weeks in a row. They just made it cool that they're staying in Florida. So, you know, I, I love it more in March than, than when it was in May. And, you know, the, you don't see – I mean, it's pretty hard for me to pick another golf course on the tour schedule that – I mean, like, I don't think any other place can, can confidently say that it can – the entire tournament can change on 17. Yeah. I mean, there's not many places that have been down the stretch. I mean, you can go from leading to finishing in the top 10. No. I mean, right. that's how extreme it is. And we've seen it. We see it every single year. They do the ball counts of how many in the water. I mean, remember, it's a 125-yard shot. Now, the wind is hard to get and judge because it's coming from two different directions, and it's that stadium atmosphere. And those guys, you just see guys hitting pitching wedge, and they, they, some of them aren't even close. <laughs> I mean, and the, and the green, I mean, the green is not small. I mean, let's, no. like, let's be honest, the green, the green is ginormous. 
Yeah, it's, just every year you see ball after ball in the water. And so it's, coming down the stretch, that always it's always nice to find that have that off course on the tour that like you have to finish. It's kind of like the bear trap. Yeah, and you know, 16, 17, 18, or that's 15, 16, 17. You know, I like those stretch holes that are just like really, really, really hard. That's going to test. The guy can't cruise on the way in. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and you know, that's the uh, – on the gambling side of it, that is the – when you do prop bets and, and gambling for golf, that is the most bet, prop bet in any in any golf tournament all year. How many people hit the green on 17 per day? So you can bet the over and under, right? right? right. So it's pretty cool um, in terms of the betting aspect of it. But, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that hole is a game changer. I mean, for the most part – Dude, the, the hole's 130 yards, and their their butthole is as tight as, mm. you know, three fiddles, man. So it's like, you know, it's it's just weird. A normal 130-yard shot for those guys, they can throw it on the green. They're yeah. not missing yeah. the green. Right. But in that in that situation in – It's all in, in your head. In, well, I mean, it's it's a lot. I mean, you know, it, you know it's it's fun. It's it's a cool place. You know, Pete Dye obviously is – you know he he can create some he can create some doozies and that, that's it this this is his gym man for sure yeah you know they were uh oh go ahead bus well sorry i was just gonna say i don't have the 20 let's say i don't have the 2020 stat but i have they didn't play uh, you know they didn't play because uh, it's covid night oh, no no 20 oh yeah i'm sorry that's correct they yeah. didn't play yeah 2019 I, I, have, I have 19 18 17. in 2017 there were 69 total balls in the water for the whole week in 2018, there were 54. Yeah. In 2019, there were 45. I yeah. mean, so if you do that math, you know, divided by the four rounds, that's a ton of golf balls in the water. Yeah. I mean, these guys normally only carry a sleeve, maybe four or five, that makes five golf balls in that bag because the caddy likes to keep the bag light. They give a couple of the fans and stuff like that. But, I mean, those guys can do that, that bag quickly there. I always, think just, I always think of Russell Knox. I think it was two, that two years ago. He's just, it's hard to watch. Yeah, he had a small bucket in there, didn't he? Small bucket in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wasn't there a max? I can't more than 10 on a hole, right? Uh, just, man, at that point, just shut it. The 18's right there. Just walk in. Yeah, just go. <laughs> just, just go. <laughs> walk slow and tell him oh. no. So, so, Bus, as the general manager of a golf facility yourself, what method do you think and how often do you think they go out and they dig balls out of that pond? Uh, once a week. I think they do once a year. I think they just bring in that scuba team. We used to do that at some of the facilities in Ohio. You hire those guys, they go get them all, and they resell them to you, or they'll, or they'll pay you for them, and then they don't. Yeah. So What's so, I mean, with, with these, like, scuba divers? They're just down there with buckets yeah, and yeah, collecting? Like, yeah. yeah. They're scuba divers. divers. They've got, oh, it's, it's, it's something to watch. They've got like, a vacuum that goes on the bottom of, of the bed there, you know, um, and it sucks up all the balls, and they have netting, and then drag them all out. And I bet they only do it once a year. It's not. It's not very deep. It's right. not no, very I deep. Know, I mean, I it's know. not but six feet deep, eight feet deep there. So I mean, it's not like That's what she said. Uh, we're live. Remember, we're live now. It's the sponsors are going to kill I us. I do live like, shows. Oh, okay, well, golf show. You know, it's not not many tournaments. There's only a couple I can think of off the top of my head that have that. You know, there's that live camera feed on 17 all week. Yeah, right? you just yeah. Walk just you know, while you're pretending to work in your uh, uh, Chrome browser, you can open up a new window and just watch 17. Yeah. So, I, Bus, I, I sent you over my picks. Um, I think I sent you over my picks, and I'll go through them. Um, Here, we're going to put them on the screen for everybody watching us live. Yeah, you know, so so this right is back. this is one of those golf tournaments, man, that there's not there's not a specific type of player that's that's that that you can really pinpoint. I mean, there's been bombers that's won the golf tournament. There's been short hitters that's won the golf tournament. So, 
as a handicapper, it's just a strange it, – it's not strange. It's just a hard thing to, to, to handicap. That being said, um, over the last five years, I picked three of the five winners. Um, so – Wow. And I picked Webb Simpson. I, Bus, I think in uh, eighteen when Webb won, uh, I told you that was a pretty good, pretty good hit for me. But um, he's the type of player, man, a tactician that that has a a great opportunity. When that being said, Webb won when he was in May. It played firm and fast, right? It's different. Yeah, That's it's right. a little bit different. Yeah. A little bit different. So I kind of tailored back a little bit to the guys that uh, some Florida guys or some some. Um, you know, Bermuda player guys. JT was my first pick. I think he's a 20 to 1 man. And, and, and I think with all his turmoil he's been going on with his grandfather dying, you know, uh, Ohio legend in the golf business, um, I think with his, his racial slurs, uh, not racial, but his, his issues with Ralph Lauren and, and losing sponsors and something, you know, he, he listen, he's a kid, man. He, he made some mistakes, and I think he's just kind of gotten over these things. I think he's really focused um, on trying to win the golf tournament this week, and he, he's always played well there. So he, he's my number one pick at 20 to 1. And another guy is just super due. I've picked him three or four times this year. Um, Florida guy, he's played well there. Daniel Berger, Daniel Berger at three, 33 to one is a guy that's, you know, if you don't see him in the top, you know, he'll be on the first page of the leaderboard going into the weekend and it'll be kind of on him whether he, he makes it happen. Right. Um, you know, Tommy Fleetwood at 45 to one is my third pick. He's, he's got in a situation where he's played, he played well there two years ago. It's, uh, it, it's a really good type of golf course. He's, he hits it straight, um, Picker and Prodder, he can, he can, he's not scared to. I know, I like his game. Let's, let's, we'll make it real simple. I like his game. I like his game on that type of golf course. And a ham sandwich, but it might not be quite a ham sandwich because it's not a huge. Yeah, 50 dog. to 1, that's uh, not might, very long. Shot it, might be a grilled, it might be a grilled cheese sandwich this week. You know, not quite, not quite ham sandwich, not quite that terrible. But uh, Scotty Scheffler at 50 to 1. It might be a ham sandwich with mayo, mustard, and lettuce and tomatoes. Yeah, it's a little bit more decked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As as my boy Jeb says, he likes that Slosky's. So it might well, be a little. It might be a Slosky's. This Slosky's a, a ham this original. So uh, as we continue to go forward with uh, with our with our golf picks and the people that follow, I'm going to continue to go on and add some top twenty picks and some matchups. I only do top twenty picks this week, uh, just because of time restraint and things of that nature, but. I, uh, one of my top 20 picks, uh, you can get him at, um, um, I believe, at plus... 175? We, yeah, plus 175, Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki Matsuyama has always played well there. Last year before Kovitas, uh, he, shot, he shot nine, and then he got shut down. But he's plus 175 uh, to finish in the top 20. Obviously a past champion, Sergio Garcia. Uh, always played well there. Yeah. Got a great stroke average. Do you uh, like Sergio Garcia? Not to win, but he's no, a no, top no, no, 20. No, 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 As got, a guy and a golfer, do you like Sergio Garcia? He's got better. How about that? Because, man, I used to hate his guts. Well, he's, got never... he's got better. He's got bad. I knew too right. I know too many things about him, and he's, you know, he's, he's got better. Uh, but he's I, not one of these guys I can't mention on the show. Oh, you can mention him. Okay. I got no problem with that. All right. Yeah. And right, he's at 275, uh, plus 275 to finish in the top 20. And then a guy that's uh, a guy that you'll mispronounce, so I might as well go ahead and say it. Uh, Christian Budenhoit, 
That's exactly what I was going to say. Nick, God bless you. And by the way, when I was making our graphic here, I know you sent me the, the email. Or I actually, I got just, it off your Twitter. Oh, yeah. I had to go spell check for yeah, you to make sure you got it right, and you did. Because I last did. week you spelled uh, Billy Horschel's name wrong on the N- list. No, I did not. Yeah, you did. You left out the S. It might have been on purpose. Well, you probably was. I mean, but just, I'm just saying you did good on this one because I didn't have to spell check you. Well, you have to spell check all my uh, stuff. I mean, you, dude, always, if you always review. Up. You always review. You always review all my stuff, and <laughs> that's my job as the producer. I should just send you pics and I'll let you just go ahead and do what that's you do. That's why I had to ask you which Garcia because you just gave me Garcia. I, How I many? Uh, what, who's the other Garcia in the field? Lorenzo. Lo, yeah, Lorenzo. Yeah. Lorenzo Garcia. Lorenzo Garcia. Who is that? There's a John Garcia. There's a yeah. JT Garcia. Joe T Garcia. I don't know who it you was. You gonna make up the like the ice cream? What's that ice cream? <laughs> the ice ben cream. and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. What's that? John and Jerry's. Jer- Jerry Garcia's. <laughs> Cherry Gary. Cherry Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Garcia. Garcia. By the way, Jerry Ben and Jerry's not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they will be soon. They will be soon. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Yeah. So no, he's at plus three twenty-five. He played. He played well last week, and he plays really hard on golf courses. Uh, he plays really well on hard golf courses. So. You know, he's, he's a little bit of a sleeper. You can make a little bit candy on um, at plus 325. So that's, that's where I'm backing this week. Um, really, man, I, I, I keep saying it week after week, but um, once I get rolling, I'm going to get rolling. You're, you're, about to, you're on the cusp. Yeah. You're yeah. on the cusp. Think, you're going to have a breakout I week. I think there might, have, there might have been a typo on my screen. I didn't see uh, Brendan Steele listed on there. <laughs> He's well. That'll be. This will be the week. Bus he wins. So I'm just gonna put my head in the yeah. sand and, you know. Here, here's something that I remember I about this Jesus. tournament in the past. I now don't don't laugh when I say this because when when I say this, I mean the the winners, the past champions. We might not have been as familiar with them back then as we are now. So I'm gonna list some names. Well, don't laugh. You know them now, but maybe when they won, you weren't as familiar with them. So here's how I feel like the players has been, I don't know, the last 10 years. You either knew the person, as in like a Jason Day or a Rory or a Ricky Fowler, like you knew them, right? They were a big-time guy. Going into the tournament, they're top 10 in the world. They're playing well, whatever. Or it's somebody that you just don't have any idea. Like you don't, might, you might not know Siwoo Kim. You might not know Martin Keimer. Now don't laugh because we all know Martin Keimer now. But I mean, back then, who who was Martin Keimer? I just kind of have a feeling like the tournament is a, it's either a big time name or it's somebody that people aren't familiar with. I like Daniel Berger. That's why I, I like Daniel Berger. Oh. Well, yeah, I like the picks because he's got the he's got the JT pick in there, and then he's got the Burger, and then he's got Scotty Schuff in there, yeah. local, local boy here. Scotty doesn't know. So, Scotty doesn't know. I don't know. <laughs> Now, my picks don't mean anything, and I will say this to listeners. I mean, I, I don't research the gambling aspect of it at all. But I will say who my favorite is. I think that's that's worth – I don't know what these, I don't know what his odds are, but I feel like my, my favorite for the tournament. I, Alexander Shuffle. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I was looking at him on my board, but I just don't think he's in really good form. And he doesn't really play well on – I mean, it's not Bermuda, but he doesn't really play that well in Florida. He's a Cali guy. And he hasn't been in great form, right? I mean, I, I, I listen. It wouldn't surprise it wouldn't surprise me at all if he won, but he just he wasn't he wasn't for me to put my money on. No, and I was saying it's not looking at it from the betting perspective. It's looking at it for the you know the, the right. who I like to yeah. play well. Yeah. Also, I think it, I think it's a I think this could be a really really pivotal 
part in the season. Now it's only it's early in the season, but we haven't seen much from Ricky Fowler. In fact, we've we've seen a lot less than we probably should see. Fowler, so, uh, or fl- Fowler, or Flower, 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 or Flower from Moretta, California. <laughs> so this is a golf course that he's won at. Yeah, I think this is kind of. I mean, he needs to play well this week. I think to make sure he has a good twenty-one. Yeah, this would be the this would be the right course for him to kind of. Turn it on. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm rooting for Ricky. I'm rooting for Jordan. You know, it, the golf is golf is better when those guys are playing well and they're in the mix, and it yeah. it's a lot of fun. I just think Ricky is so his confidence confidence is so bad right now. That's not a golf course you're going to go into with your confidence isn't good. You could hit it as good as you want to, but I mean you got to have you got to have a big twig and berries, man, to play to hit some of those <laughs> tee shots, man, and play some of those holes. And I just don't yeah. think I just don't think he has confidence to where that where he's hit where he's looking he can hit it. Right. Now I want him to play well. That's that's my only rub with him. Well my, well, my point is that I mean he has won there before. Yep. Yeah, for so sure. It's like going into a golf course where he hasn't won, you have to have confidence winning there. I mean, you can always say to yourself, "Why? Well, well, I always played well there. Well, at least I did four rounds, yeah. you know, three years ago." Yeah. Or four years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's that's what I got from TPC. It's it, listen. It's it's always a great watch that tournament. You know, next next to the the four majors. You know, and then you know, Bus and I always like to watch the Memorial just mm-hmm. because that's where we're from. Oh and yeah. I this love is the, the next tournament. This is the next tournament we really like to watch and kind of grind on and, and watch. And it's a lot of fun. And it's going to be a great watch this week. And um, you know, hopefully, hopefully. I can bring something home to everybody that's that's following me and betting with me and things like that. So, listen, I feel good about it. And you know, Scotty Scheffler's due, Daniel Berger's due is due to win something big, and and that that's where I'm looking at, guys. So you just mentioned uh, the memorial. I'll give you a funny story that you may or may not know. A couple of years ago, at a memorial, so you know where the players go in. You know, it's not the same as where everybody else goes in. Uh, Jack, Jack was pulling into his own tournament, and the guy at the gate. Wouldn't let him in because he couldn't confirm his badge. His badge wouldn't swipe. And he wouldn't let Jack Nicholas into the memorial. Where did you hear this I from? saw it. They had, there's there's oh, a video oh, of it. Oh, wow. Come on. I've never heard. Oh, no, First no, no. Of all, I don't think, honestly, why would Jack drive in the front gate? He lives on hole number nine. He can just take a golf cart from I'm his backyard. I'm he was in his whatever car. There was it was a phone video from somebody in his car, and the guy was like, uh, you know, he took his deal and he, he couldn't scan it or swipe it, whatever they were doing. And and the reason I'm telling the story is because it's like the guy that couldn't pronounce Ricky Fowler's. Where are they hiring these guys from? Yeah, to, to announce the names and to scan the cars, but so the guy had to call. On the starter. Go ahead. I need to comment on the starter portion because you know Johnny did cover it in the beginning of the show. But what's interesting is that. Even the tournaments that I've played in, the person starting will come up to you and make sure they know how to pronounce your name. Absolutely. Hey, is it Christopher or Chris? And then is it Bustle or whatever? It's just unheard of to me that they would do that. Greatest starter in the world, Ian Rawson. Remember the member bus, the British Open? I'm I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it on there because my my voice will get cracked a little bit. But (laughs) you did, yeah. Yeah. Sergio Garcia. You know some, you nice. know some of those things are they're pretty funny, man. But from USA, <laughs> I got yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. Look, guys, that's all I got this week. Bus, you want to? Um, well, we had some breaking news today, yeah. boys. Yeah, in the golf world, especially locally, and we'll we'll let everybody know. Uh, the PGA announced today that they would allow ten thousand fans per day 
into our backyard tournament here at the Byron Nelson over at the uh, Craig Ranch. All right. In McKinney. All right. That's big news, man, for a golf tournament. That's big news. Yeah, that's Especially big. in our backyard because I, I want to go. I think it's going to be more than that by all, when, when all said and done. But, exactly. You know, I'll, 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 hey, kudos for them, man. So, after, yeah, well, you and I talked about that off the air because late, uh, later after that announcement was made by the PGA, the Texas Rangers came out and said opening day, yeah. 100% yeah. capacity. Yeah. So I have a feeling now, other Tony, sports venues are going to follow suit. Yeah, I agree. Now, Donnie, as you know, we're, I'm only a couple years new to Texas, right? But I have caught on on something. They want to be <laughs> first at doing everything. Yeah, I agree. Okay? We're the first state to take the masks off. <laughs> we're the first state to have 10,000 fans at golf tournaments per day. We're the first state to have 100% capacity at baseball games, right? But we're the last state when it comes to where we get our power from. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Too many hands in the pot there. There's too much energy. Too yeah, too many hands in the pot there. No, that's that's funny, Buzz. I agree with you, but well, they um, just you know the statements that they want to they make down here. I just it's it's they want to be bigger and better and yeah. worse than, than everybody else. We're here for a reason, Buzz. I think. I know that's right. We yeah. are. <laughs> well, Buzz, you want to you want to um, jump in this getting out of the rough segment here and kind of quarterback this thing. Well, yeah, I, I saw... One of these days I, well, I'll have theme music for you guys, I promise. Yeah, getting out of the rough, like whack, whack. Um, well, it's, I mean, we have Bryson missing the cut at TPC. Yeah, so so here's my here's my theory. I think Bryson DeChambeau is going to miss cut this week. And I'm going to put... a hot sports opinion I'm right gonna, I'm going to put a little candy on that he misses the cut. Can you bet on that? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Can you put 20 on it yes, for me? Yes, you can. I will. I will. I think he misses the cut this week. Um... That's something I put a lot of candy on. I, I didn't put it on the Twitter feed. Or I didn't give it to the, you know, the followers and stuff to bet on it. But it, I'm going to watch him, not not definitively just because he won last week and it's a letdown and blah, blah, blah. But I think it's just an awful golf course for him. And it's he can't overpower this place. I think I think the cut's going to be a little couple under par. I think he's going to shoot right around even par, and I think he's going to miss a cut. Wow. Yeah, the cut. The cut historically, I feel like has been under par. I feel like I would say confidently it's been one, like one. Sometimes it's over par. Sometimes like I, like three or four years ago it was like plus two. But that's that's when they played it. And man, it's different now. Yeah. You know that's um, that's something that's something I just it's just funny. It's just funny to watch watch him. Not not like I'm dog cussing or something. I just it'd be curious to see how yeah. he plays this week. Transition from playing Bay Hill to go to TPC. You know, it's just completely different tracks and. You know, coming off a letdown win, and you know him trying to overpower this place, uh, that could bite. Wins, that could bite him. How many wins does Bryson have? Six. So that was his sixth. Is it six or eight, Bus? Six or seven. Yeah. Six or seven. I have to look. Then why is he acting like he's never won on the tournament before? Man, I don't know. I think it was just so special to him to win Mr. Palm's tournament. Yeah. Well, his last two wins are the U.S. Open in Bay Hill, yeah, so that's yeah. not terrible. That's that's all right. I still don't think. I don't know. Act like you've been there before. Yeah. He shouldn't have taken his shirt off and dove into the pond. That was <laughs> terrible sportsmanship. So you had you know, another. The, lady, you the had ladies a, do that every week on the LPGA tour. Yeah, well, that's okay. Be, I'm okay with that. That's a that's one week yeah, a year wet t-shirt contest. Why, why do you I think. think I watch? <laughs> By the way, I do have some favorite lady golfers. We need to get into that next show. Yeah, we'll I've right started watching some LPGA. They're getting better. I think the, I think the tour is gonna. Oh, that's the next set. My, my, Michael Wan leaving. Being the president and CEO of USGA is going to hurt the uh, LPGA tour, but that's 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 something for another segment. No, All right. right. My last, my last getting, oh, well, my next getting out of the rough. I, we played a chapter event on Monday, 
It was uh, Johnny, Brian, and myself. Uh, and we won't we won't reference, we won't name the golf course that we played because it's just god awful, and I don't want people to know. But I think it's god awful, but it's terrible. I mean, we drove two hours away to play something that when we could have when Johnny and I were playing out there, we were saying like we were naming all of the great Arthur Hills golf courses that we liked, and we hate Arthur Hills <laughs> because the golf course was just awful. Yeah. It was like. Tim, have you ever seen those commercials for like the villages in Florida? Like, oh yeah, America's friendliest hometown. Yeah, it was like that type of place in Texas, right? With just an awful golf course. Still. I felt like I was in Waco at a call, David Koresh, and it yeah. was just like yeah, weird. Yeah, said, and... We drive, we were on number two, and I'm like, are the, are the Branch Davidians? Should they live out here? <laughs> so when you pull in the gate of the complex. You drive another four miles before you even get to the golf course. It was wow. just like I felt like if you, it was like if you wanted to get out, you couldn't. Right. Like you just couldn't. Like there's, I'm pretty sure, bus, there was electrical fences like hidden around the whole golf complex. It like if there's something went down, you tried to get out and call the cops yeah. out, you couldn't. Okay. Like a place that would like maybe like stamp you, like you know you stamped cattle <laughs> to get in. Once you're in. They, they, all you got to do is show them your stamp. Yeah. You know? And it goes anyway. in the dark. So y'all no. don't want to throw I, this place under the bus? No, no. No, it's not. It's not. I'm not I'm not hating on it because I played terrible. Because Johnny hated on it, and he played He played well. Okay? Right. I, I played terrible. I hit some people's houses. I had to hit a shot left-handed. I kicked my putter three or four yards away from myself. We had several expletives, which is a little bit different for us. I mean, when we play. Yeah. No, it's I, not. I, I mean, I pretty much lost my mind. I played on with John. Well, let's just say um, there was a hole out there that you hit a five, a par four, 410 yards. You hit a five iron and a four iron. Five iron off the tee, and you have to hit a four iron into the green. That's not right. That's called a no check for me, and it's called yeah. no. no. Now, Johnny did successfully get out of rough, we'll say, out of the segment. We'll say he would been in the rough until this round. He made a skin on our last hole. I told you I was going to make it, too. I told, told well, you're ruining the story. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we're on our last hole. It's a dogleg right par four. It's uphill into the wind. And it's one of those holes where you you know uh, three is going to be the best score of the entire day because no one's getting to this back left flag over a little ridge. I mean, he's probably hitting four iron into the green into the wind yeah. with no room on the top shelf back there. Um, and he hits it to 20 feet. And, and throughout, throughout the entire hole, he's like, I'm, I'm going to bury this. I'm I went 20 feet. I hit, it, I hit it like 12 feet behind the hole. Well, I went 20. 12? Yeah. Oh, it's close. Yeah. Um, makes the putt, skin for the hole, finished third in the tournament. It was a great – it was successful um, on Monday for Johnny. I told, I told him, I said, listen, boys, I'm, I'm going to make this putt. I'm going to make three here and win a skin. That's what I said. That's what I said. That's what I said. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. All right. But, you know, it was – it was. It, listen, we don't have that many opportunities for us three to play together in a tournament. It was Brian Coe's birthday, one of the instructors out at the Highlands, one of our great friends. We love him to death. I love him. It was one of those things that we wanted to play with him on his birthday and enjoy the day. And, you know, we, we don't have that many opportunities to right. play in a professional event together. So, it, it, it was a – it was a, when it comes to that aspect, it was a great day. And, you know, I, I always enjoy playing golf with Buss and, and Brian, and especially in the competitive nature. But – yeah, it, w- it was interesting place, but that's where I'm at. Um, I think we need to talk about Bust, the, n- the, the new segment um, at the end of the show. We need to try to guess. Where's Mills? Where's Mills? 
I think we have to. We have to. Are we just taking shots in the dark? We're gonna. Is there like criteria for it? We're gonna take shots, and then I'm gonna find out specifically where he was, and we'll report to every other at the back of the show. All right. Can I guess first? Right now it's eight thirty. It's eight thirty in Columbus. Strip club. No, I promise you. No, that's my guess. Well, you're uh, Mills. Mills not a strip club guy. He's and, and and where's Mills and how many blue moons is he down right? How many how many is with that? or without the orange slice? No, he never has oranges. I know, he, I know. Blue moon, no orange. And that's how it should be. Probably right now it's it was it was it's nice in Ohio, so it's getting dark. He played golf today. He played golf at York, I promise. And he has drank seven blue moons. That's my guess, and we'll confirm next week and report. Well, what do you think about that? Be sober enough to confirm? Oh no, he's well, where is he? I don't know. I didn't hear where he was. Well, I think he's pro- he, I think he's on his way home, and he got a, he got a new truck. He told me when, uh, last week he got a new truck with new mats on the back on the back of it because he was tired of throwing his Blue Moon cans in the back, and it was getting all over his washboard. Of course, he was. So, so on the way home, so on Man. the way home, he so he, he bought a new truck. He broke down and got a new truck, but he's I think he's eight Blue Moons deep. And he's on his way back home, sitting on outside at his house, his compound in Johnstown with I still seven blue club. I think they went to the strip club to celebrate his hole in one on 18. Or I mean on 17. Mills? I, yeah. yeah. Mills hole in one where? Yeah. That's today? my prediction. Uh, oh, oh, he oh. got a hole in one today on 17. I don't even know where they played or at, what, what part is. And then they went to a strip club to celebrate. That is my guess as to where where's Mills. You could be right. So let's write those down and have him call in yeah. next week. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have him call in next let's week. Do it. Yeah. No, guys, it's been and a great. Have him order a, order a blue moon on the air. Yeah. Great show this week, guys. Let's uh, let's grind on these picks and hope we get some winners. And uh, guys, you want to take us out? So wherever you are and however you are listening, if you have joined us live for the very first time on video on Facebook. Let's see. We are on the From the Rough Facebook page. We are on my personal Facebook page. We are on the Fans of DSP Media Shows page. And we're also on our Twitter page at From the Rough PGA on Twitter. So you can find us live uh, from now on, really, uh, hopefully every uh, Wednesday at 630. If if something comes up and we're not going to be live, we'll make sure everybody knows on social media. So make sure to follow us. And if you are listening to the recorded podcast on whatever your favorite podcast platform is, we appreciate you as well, and we ask that you like and subscribe and punch that notification bell and so that you'll get uh, updates whenever we have something new posted. But we appreciate everybody. We need to remind everybody this episode of From the Rough, as all are, is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility. Go check out their brand-new putting uh, salon. Yeah, is that what studio. we're calling it? The putting salon. You can't get your hair done while you're putting. The Putting Studio. You might be able to. Is there at the <laughs> yeah. Highlands Performance Golf Center? Check them out on the web, HighlandsPGC.com, or give them a call on the old fashioned telephone, 972 733 4111. We are from the rough. He is John. He is Chris. I am Tim. And until next week, it's over and we're out.